Yo, 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 what's good? Thank you for coming to the House of Barf. I'm Chan Man. And before we get started, I would just like to emphasize that the content that we share on House of Barf is for informational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors and the information provided should not be considered as professional financial advice. Investing and financial decisions involve risk. And it's crucial to do your own research or consult with a qualified professional before making any financial choices. The opinions expressed on House of Barf are, are of our, our own and do not reflect the views of any organizations that we may be affiliated with. Please remember that past performance is not indicative of future results and the financial landscape can change rapidly. Always conduct thorough due diligence and seek financial advice from a financial advisor tailored to your personal needs and circumstances. By listening to this podcast, you agree that the host and in the future, if we have any guests, are not responsible for any financial decisions you make as a result of the information presented on House of Barf. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Yo, 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 what's good? It's Chairman House of Barf. All right. Um, So coming across a bunch of stuff. Uh, that I'm trying to get together uh, again. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decides to stop by Kickapoo Demands. I appreciate it. All right, so what I'm trying to figure out is a, just a few minor things. Um, pull up my Word document uh, for notes. Um, so, for example, one thing um, I don't know if y'all know or not, but if you ever want to split your screen, just grab something and drag it real hard to one side and you can split your screen. So, right now, I have approximately, I'm looking at USD JPY and the spread is approximately 0.8. So I want to take a look at this. Uh, so right now the sell price is 141.685 and the buy price is 141.683. So I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to multiply the buy price by the sell price. Um, 41.683 minus 141. 685. Okay, that's negative 0. 0.00. Sorry, my bad. So let me do the sell price from the uh, buy price. So 141.685 minus 141.683. That's 0. 0.002. So how's the spread? 0. 0.8. Let me try this again. Spread is 0.8. It's changed. Here, let me put uh, sell price, put SP, and then we'll put BP. Okay. Right now, sell price is 141.744, and the buy price is 141.745. Okay. The spread is. All right, let me see. Sell price to seven three, seven three eight. All right, spread is about point six. So let me see. Um, I'm gonna do the buy price pip forty five minus sell price pip thirty eight. That's what it is. It's the pip. Okay. So the spread is the pip. It's not the whole thing. It's just the pip. So 
right now I'm gonna do it again. Uh, spread is 0.7. Sell price 141.779. Buy price 141.788. Spread 0.7. Let me put SP here. BP. Okay. All right. Spread 0.7. Um, I'm going to do the buy price minus the sell price, the PIP. The PIP, from what I know, is JPY is the second number. Let me just verify that real quick. Um, go to Google. What is the PIP on Japanese yen? One sen. According to Wiley Online Library, a PIP is the smallest unit of price movement for any currency pair. For pairs with the JPY as the counter currency, it's one sen. Okay, one sen. I think that's the second position. Um, I got to get my notes. I got some notes. I don't feel like running. Um, let me go back to my guy trading channel. Give me one second. What is a pip? Let's see when he goes to Japanese yen. Okay. I'm going to go to the normal spot. I mean, not the normal, but most other currencies other than the yen. Other, every other currency pair. I'm going to go over one more yen pair that doesn't have the dollar in it. Just as possible. We have one, one, other end where you're sitting. Or standing, depending on whether or not you're trying to get exercise. Give me a second. Alright. What is currency pair? Let's go fast forward. What is a pip? Is the smallest number that moves in, we're not at 1.0787. So let's write that down. We have the one point oh seven eight seven and you can see on that currency as well that there is a smaller number. that's a fractional pip we're not going to worry about those at all what you need to understand is that the way you identify a pip is the fourth place away from the decimal so the fourth decimal point meaning if this is the decimal point we count over one two three four this is a pip on every y any currency pair with JPY in it is going to be slightly different than this, and we're going to go over that next. So this is going to be what is a pip, and I'm going to put non-JPY here so that no one's confused. This is a pip on every currency pair except yen pairs, which we're going to discuss what a pip is. There's a pip, JPY, so we dropped. The euro dollars went down six. I like to look at it like this is our tens. Every time an eight goes up or down, in this specific case, that's going to be tens, and this is our 100s. That makes it so easy to say, okay, if the euro dollar went from 1.0787, what it's at right now, to 1.0789, oh, how yeah. much did we move? 20 well, pips. Well, look down here at our chart where that's the, the tens, that column is the tens, that decimal point, number three, is the tens, so therefore, this went down, and actually, in this case, since we went up from 8 to 9, hopefully 20 pips. before I did, then obviously that means that the euro dollar went up 10 
Because within our third decimal point. Now, let's do okay. Okay, I'm fasting forward to the end because that's what I'm looking at. Okay, mine is going to be our that we can make this as easy as this being the case, and on only pairs with J C Y attached to them, we go two decimal places instead of four. What do I mean by that? Let's actually draw the graph right now so that we can make this as easy. What okay, so it's two spots. It's going to be our okay. 100s. Okay. So, um, so I'm going to do, it, uh, at the time, it was, the buy price was 141.78. Let me see. Let me see if I can do the whole thing. 141.78 minus 141.78. Seven, seven. Uh, that's not it. Let me see. Um, let me just do eighty-eight minus seventy-nine. Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. That's more like it. Let me do point seven eight eight minus point seven seven nine. It's point zero zero nine. Um. Let me see, I'm just going to times that by 100. Okay, it's 0.9. Okay, so I guess your spread is essentially the difference between the pips in the buy price and the sell price. I guess, uh, I guess I'm not sure, times by 100. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I'm trying to figure out how. Let me go back and take a look. Okay, the spread is 0.9. Okay, so let me try this again. I'm gonna do point, I'm just gonna do point zero eight minus point zero seven, that's point zero one. So let me do point seven eight eight minus point seven seven nine, that's point zero nine, okay, which I'm getting closer. Um, let me do point. Seven eight minus point seven nine seven seven. No, that's not it. I'm getting closer to the to the spread. Um, I just want to figure this out. Point eighty eight minus point seventy nine. Okay, there. I'm getting closer. There it is. So it's the pips. It's the it's the second number. I, I'm using the last two numbers. Um, so right now the spread is 0 0.5. 0 0.5 sell price 141. I'm just gonna do seven seven, and then 141.78. So uh, again, spread is 0 0.5. So I'm gonna do 0 0.78 minus 0.77. That's point one. That's point uh, zero point zero one. Um, and the spread is point five. Okay, it's that last number. That's what it is. It's that fractional number at the end. That fractional pip. That's what it is. So. Okay. So real quick. One forty one. It's eighty two, and then this fractional number up there. The six, 
and then it's 141. I'm sorry, the buy price 141.83, and that number up there five. So do we add them or subtract them? Okay. Okay, it's that last number, and that last number keeps changing, and it looks like you subtract them. So you subtract the buy uh, fractional number by the sell fractional number. So right now the buy fractional number is 7, sell fractional number is 9. So it wasn't negative, it was 7. Right now it's 8, uh, the buy is 8, the sell is 1, it was 2, uh, buy is 8. So, okay, so if it ever goes negative, not negative, it's the buy fractional number if... The buy fractional number is higher than this is on the yen. Let me go to another one like GPB. Um, where they have four numbers. Yep, it's the same. It's that fractional number. So you're going to pay that spread, that fractional number. That's the spread. Then you're going to pay the transaction commission and fees. Let's see. Let's try to see what that is. How much does it cost to trade Forex? What's the transaction commissions and fees? According to Broker Chooser, Forex.com will charge a currency conversion fee for all trades on instruments denominated in a currency different to the currency of your account. The currency conversion fee at Forex.com is 0.5% of the traded amount. Okay, 0.5%. Okay. Let me go to my broker. Um, um, let me see if that's true for my broker real quick. Uh, so I'm usually trading about um, like $40 right now. I'm not trading much. Uh, I'm just trying to learn real quick. Uh, I want to try to get all this down before I start going crazy. Um, so let's say with $40 times point five was it no it was point zero five my bad forty dollars times point zero five is two dollars not there shouldn't be no two dollars because I'm not spending no two dollars um let me see what are the transaction mm -hmm. fees for Oanda no 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 what are Oanda's transaction fees for uh, commissions? Let's see. Okay, let me see. Um, maybe if I started um, making a lot more money, then I may... Um, Okay, the fee is charged as the following 0.5%. So, okay, table of fees. Uh, seems like they also do, what, 0.2%? I can't tell. Let me try that out. That might be it. It may be 0.2%. Oh, it's point. It's point zero zero five. My bad, it's supposed to be two spots, two zeros. So let me try to do that again. So if I do $40 times 0 0.005, it's 20 cents. 
forty dollars times point two percent. Okay, we're getting closer. Forty dollars times two percent. All right, let me do five percent. Forty dollars times five percent. Yeah, there it is. It's five percent. Okay. So if you do a $40 trade, it's five cents in commissions and fees, plus the spread, which is 0.9. So it'd be 0.05 if it's a $40 uh, joint, and then um, plus point, let's just say nine. So is that about 95 cents? That is, that's not right. The spread is point nine. I'm just using that as an example. Um, hmm. Point eight plus point zero five. See, I've never been in the whole like eighty five cents off jump. So I'm trying to figure out like. Let me see the, the uh, um, point three. Yeah, that's about it. The spread is about point three. I, yeah, I do see it about down about 30 cents, about 20, 30 cents. So point three plus point zero five. I guess I could see that being more realistic. Point three plus point zero five down about 35 cents. Yeah, that's about right with the USD Japanese yen. Go down about 20, 30 cents like ASAP. Okay, so that's the. That's the spread in the commissions and fees uh, that you pay just off jumps. Okay. Um, and then what I was working on earlier was before it was um, how the hell am I able to purchase like um, like thousands of dollars of stuff with only like 40 bucks. So I got a 50 to 1 leverage. So with 40 bucks times that by 50, I can control $2,000 worth of something. And I forget how to do the math, but 2,000 is 2% 2 of 100,000. Okay, 2,000 2, divided by 0.2 is 100,000. So that's how I'm able to get, because um, if I wanted to get JPY right now and I was able to get 900 units, Times that by 141, where it's at now, 93. That's approximately about 127,000. Um, what am I receiving? I'm receiving, I believe, the Japanese yen for um, uh, nine uh, for 900 units of the USD, something like that. So um, I'm just trying to figure that out. So let me go ahead and go in here and do it uh, just, just real quick. I'm just messing around. So I'm going to do 900. That's $45, and then I'm using $45 um, of margin. Yeah, see, they're giving me $45 of margin. So that's why I'm doing a um, $90 trade times that by 50. That gives me $4,500. $4,500, divide that by 0.2, that's $225,000 worth of, like a yen, doesn't even make sense of how I'm able to get so much with just so little. Um, if I'm correct, that's approximately this. That may not be totally accurate. Um, 
Because let me see if I was to do 450. Am I using any margin? Okay, so that's a that's about for because they're giving me I'm I got twenty dollars they're giving me twenty dollars it's forty dollar trade, um and that should give me about the hundred thousand dollars that I'm looking for. Or hundred thousand units or whatever. I'm not doing a hundred thousand units. I'm only doing four hundred and fifty units. So let me let me check my math real quick and let's try this out before I execute it. Um, all right, and then on my simulated trade. Uh, there's no transactions and fees, so that's not going to be incorporated. Um, so I want to get four hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, not four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Four hundred fifty units of JPY USD JPY. Um, now I only had to put up the trade value is four hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, so if I get 450 units, I only have to put up 2% of, 450 is 2% of what, 22,500. Okay, there it is. There it is. That's why it's only charging me $22.50. But it's giving me twenty two thousand five hundred, so twenty two thousand, so twenty two fifty, times one hundred, because that's what I'm trading. I'm trading uh, nano lots. It's two thousand. Okay, what am I missing? I'm right there. Ah, oh, gosh, I'm right there. Because you just want to be very careful. You know, you want to know how much margin you're using, how much you're spending. Um, commissions two cents. So again, four hundred fifty is two percent of because I got fifty to one is two percent of twenty two fifty, and then let me multiply that by the pip, which is point zero one, which is two hundred and twenty five dollars. Mm, I'm right here. Like I'm right here. I'm figuring I'm just off. Just a little bit. Ah. Because I'm about to use $22.50 for this purchase. Now, 400, 450 times the buy price is 141.93. Oh, I'm going to put 93. I'm just going to use those numbers. I'm going to leave off the fractional number. Oh, no, no, that doesn't make sense. This is a $63,000 trade. If I was to purchase it like that. Mm, I'm right here. I'm right here to figure it out. Oh. My simulated trade won't let me put anything less than 10,000 units. So. Let's just say I was going to do 10,000 units. Times one forty one nine three eight. That's one one point four million times two percent. That's twenty thousand dollars. Something's not ah. I'm right here. I'm right here. Ah. So I'm putting up ten thousand dollars, or you know ten thousand USD. 
Um, one pip, 70 cents. USD, commissions, 50 cents. Margin, okay. If this would cost $500 to get 10,000 units. Uh, let's see. 10,000 times 0 0.02. That's 200. I'm right here, y'all. Like, I'm getting the right numbers. Uh, we're getting close. And it's like, you don't have to worry about it. You're like, yo, they calculate everything for you. But if it's, I feel like if I just understand the smallest little intricate things, then it's all going to make sense to me moving forward. And it's also kind of how my brain works, I guess. Um, what's all right, so 500 times 50, I use 500, that gives me $25,000 buying power. 25,000 divided by 0 0.02 is 2% 2 of 1.2 million. Is it, and 10,000 times 141.882 is about 1.4 million. See, see, there we go. We're right here. We're right here. We're, we're, I'm touching on it. I'm getting it. Because, again, 500 times 50, because 50 to 1 leverage, gives you about $25,000 buying power. $25,000 buying power is 2% of $1.2 million. Okay. All right. So if I use $40 times that by 50... That gives me $2,000. $2,000 is 2% of $100,000. Okay. All right. I think I'm getting closer and closer to it. But we're going to go ahead and move forward. Um, and I'm going to come back to it just so that I can get it all. Uh, let me go ahead and take a look at the USD uh, JPY chart. Looks like... Uh, this chart isn't set up the way I want it. All right, I gotta use, I gotta hurry up, just use a different chart, whatever. All right, I think I'm coming across it. I'm not completely done with this yet. Um, all right, let me zoom in. Okay, this is a bearish move. My nine day moving average is below my 20. Um, the VWAP is above market price. Uh, we do have this, um, I forget what it's called, but this kind of bullish, uh, candlestick after, um, at the top of, it kind of had a, what, what chart am I looking at? Um, what chart is this? I'm just going to go to the one. Let me see. Get out of here. <sighs> I'm looking at the 30 minute chart. Let me go down to the. All right, let me go up to the one hour. It's a lot of consolidation. 
I currently have no open trades. Tremendous consolidation period. I'm just going to click around and see if there's anything else out there real quick. Uh-oh. Euro USD looked like it's very possible. It had a huge breakout. I missed the huge breakout. Ooh, that had a huge breakout. Looks like it could... Still maintain being bullish. Hmm. Looks like it could possibly be doing what the USD JPY was doing. Let me see real quick. It's consolidating like hell right now. Let me look at the five minute chart. On the five minute chart, the VWAP. Uh, no, no. Where's the VWAP? Oh, is it on here? Why is it not showing? Okay, let me go to 30 minute. Okay, there there goes the VWAP. Um, I need to zoom in. Sorry, y'all. I know you... This is, this is just... This is House Bar. This is just me doing my research. And, um... All right, I'm just gonna go ahead and do a hedge position. Um, Cause it does look like the exponential moving average uh, nine days moving up. Uh, this is the 30 minute, I'm gonna check the one hour. They look flat as hell, five minute. Okay, I think there's a bullish trend breaking out on the USD JPY. Uh, it's approximately 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, December 5th, 14th. Uh, let me go ahead. Uh, I'm going to do 900 units. Um, it's going to use 45% of my margin. So how do I know when I'm not using any margin? Like, can I not use any margin? I, I guess I just have to use it. I guess. I don't know. All right. Let me just go ahead and put that in. All right, down approximately about 30 cents, uh, 50 cents. And now let me go ahead and lock in. Nah, I'm not going to lock that in yet. Because that nine-day exponential moving average mm -hmm. is beginning to uh, go above the 20-day moving average. And the uh, VWAP is starting to go below the price, which indicates a bullish move. Uh, this is the five-minute chart. Let me go to the 30-minute. 30 minute, consolidate it like hell. Let me go to one hour, consolidate it like hell, but yeah, it's moving. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead, let this ride for a little bit. Um, I got, I'm up 20 cents, so I'm gonna lock in that 20 cents with a hedge position. Uh, essentially what I do is I just go in there, put a sell order in, um, and uh, I have about 800 units in my short position. So that should lock in uh, that 20 cents 
Damn it. The joint dropped. So I think I locked in a 10 cent loss. Yeah, I locked in. What did I lock in? Did I lock in a 30 cent loss? Damn it. So I'm down about 20 cents in the primary account. Or no. Okay, here we go. Now, with the hedge position, it's in there. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to um, I'm going to put the stop losses and whatnot in. So I'm going to go to like the one hour. Now, let me go to like the I'm going to go to like the 20 day chart and zoom in. And essentially, if this thing gets up to. Where's my Fibonacci? Gosh, the, the chart I'm looking at right now, I don't have set up the way I like it. Um, let me at least pull up my Fibonacci retracement tool. Um, and where's the high? I can't even find the high. All right, there it goes. All right. Oh, gosh, I don't even have my Fibonacci set up the way I like it. I got to get out of this real quick and um, remove that. I got to get out this uh, and go look at another chart. Give me one moment. Okay, I'm pulling up another chart. This is confusing as hell to me because I'm literally watching the price of USDJPY go up. But my short position is going up. So maybe it's just not caught up or anything yet. Um, so let me. All right. Now I got my chart up the way I like it. Um, I'm looking at the 20 day. Boom. Let me put it right here. I'm, I'm just drawing my Fibonacci. So this is in bot territory. Um, now the thing is, if it does go up a little bit more to 143.298, which is a pretty good retracement. I mean, seriously, I'm going to put my stop loss. Wow. I mean, that's right at the price. I got to give this thing some room to breathe, of course. Uh, 142.049. Mm -hmm. uh, is that where I want to put it? I'm going to give it a little bit more breathing room and I'm going to put it at one, 143. So let me go to my hedged position. This is my short position just to protect me. Um, if it goes up, I mean, if it goes down. Um, so uh, let me see. I'm going to put my stop price at 143. Oh, that's 84 pips. Uh, and my take profit, if it decides to drop, um damn it i can't even see the chart damn it's hit ultimate lows all right i gotta do like 180 days so i can actually see then i'm gonna go to my pivot points and i'm gonna put in the uh uh support level two support level three um let me add that. So if this thing decides to go crazy and drop like crazy, there's support level two. Normally when it hits support level one, it turns around, if I'm correct. Let me see. Yeah, it really doesn't ever even hit support level two. And like never hits support level three. It hit support level two, what, December 7th? 
So about a week ago, it hit support level two and then came back up. Uh, it hit support level two December 13th as well. So I'm going to give it till I'm going to take profits at 141.10, uh, which I don't know how many pips that is, but it'll figure it out for me. I'm going to say 141.10, take profits at 100 pips. Okay, bet. So I got stop loss at uh, 80 pips. I'm going to go ahead and lower that down to 50. No need to take all that money, all that loss. And uh, take profit at 100 pips. All right, fantastic. I'm going to save those. That's my short position. Uh, my long position, I'm just going to let it ride. Uh, if anything, I'm going to have to get margin called. If anything, um, well, let me do my long position as well, just in case this thing drops like crazy. Um, okay, my take profit, this thing doesn't ever, here, I'm going to put in my support, my resistant levels, uh, two and three. Let me see, resistant levels here, let me go to my support levels remove support levels two and three and i'm gonna add resistance levels two and three it can get a lot with the chart so i i move things um all right it never really let me see never really hits uh let me see resistance three ever let me see yeah it really doesn't even go support level two let me see. It hit support level two. Uh, this no, November thirteenth. Let me let me zoom in some more. When did it ever hit support level two? Uh, it did. Oh, no, really doesn't. Maybe yeah, around like November. Um. So I guess my take profit. I'm going to put at resistance level 2 at about 145. Put it at like 146.14. I'm putting that in right now. My primary, if it gets up to about, what did I say, 146.14? Take profit, about 146.14. Oh, that's about 400 pips. Yeah, whatever. I'll leave it. And stop loss. Uh, if this thing is dropping like crazy, I'm going to go ahead and let it go and let my shorts take over. Um, and again, this thing doesn't really go past support level 1, which it's at right now. So I kind of do got to add this support level two back. Support level two, add it back. All right, support level two. Yeah, it's like right there too. All right, let me see. Wait, let me fix my chart. All right, all right, here we go. Mm. Okay, yeah. Okay, support level two is at 140.50. So let me go ahead and put that in 140.50. If it just drops down to 140.50, 140.50, that's about 160 pips. 
So I'll do, if it drops, 100 pips. Okay. And that should be like negative $6, which I'm not trying to lose. Okay. I can do $50. That's about $3. Okay. All right. Let's write. I'm going to save those changes. All right. I'm going to let that ride. I got a little bit of time before... Um, before the U.S. equities open, I'm going to leave that alone for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go take a break um, and get ready for the U.S. equities. Uh, we have about how much time do we have? Usually I like to set my clock. Um... What is that? We got about 45 minutes uh, before uh, U.S. equities open. Uh, it's approximately 8.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, December 14th, 2023. Um, uh, a couple things I'm going to be looking at in the U.S. equities. going to be looking at medicine. Uh, I was listening to something about a possible vaccine for cancer. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Pfizer, Moderna, they're going to be mixed up in that. Uh, Oprah Winfrey talked about her weight loss drug. And the company that makes her weight loss drug, I believe, is Lilly. Uh, and also no Nova, in, ticker symbol NVO. Um, and As AstraZeneca, I'm be taking a look at them. Two Cent, GTA 6. Tencent, uh, Mobile Gaming, see who, if they get any deals. Adobe, DocuSign. A few things I'm going to be looking at. Probably Boeing as well. Uh, NVIDIA, uh, ADM, uh, uh, Advanced uh, Device Micro, or Advanced Micro Devices, whatnot. Uh... Let me see if there's anything else that I may um, be overlooking. I know there's so much that I, uh, American Express. Uh, let me see. I'm going to put in AMX in my notes because uh, um, with inter interest rate pauses, it's very possible people may take out more credit. Um, at least it didn't rise. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to think. There's probably so much I want to look at. Uh, staying away from cannabis. Um... Yeah, we're going to get this figured out. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to look at. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, I, I I feel like I got a lot done. I feel like I learned a lot. I don't have it down pat. And you're not supposed to have it down pat. Because if you had it down pat, then you people would just have everything. Just imagine going to Las Vegas and having the odds even. Because you got like, oh, yeah, no, if I, you know, all this, that, and the third. So, But I got the numbers close. The numbers were getting closer and closer and closer. And that's what's most important to me of saying, okay, I'm going to use this much in leverage, $45 in leverage. That gives me, you know, buying power of $2,000. $2,000 is 2% of $100,000 or whatever. So this is how much I'm putting up. This is how much I have on leverage. Um, you know, I could blow my whole account with uh, 400 pips. You know, I only got 400 pips if I blow my whole account. So I may not want to risk all of that. I may want to only risk a couple percentages of that. So here we go. We're coming along. I'm getting it. Yo, before you know it, bah, 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 I'm going to hit you with the Muhammad Ali shuffle. And we're going to go ahead and be knocking shit out. So thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your mans. I appreciate it. I'm Chairman, and this is House of Bar. Blah! Yo, yo, yo. What's good, Chairman House of Bar? Real quick, I just want to touch base one more time. I just had something else that came to my mind. Matter of fact, I had some company that reached out to me 
Uh, tell me, thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your mans. So, I was kicking it, chilling. I applied for a loan yesterday. Guess what? Some bank reached out to me. Let me see the name of this bank. I don't even know who this bank is. Never heard of them. Gosh, I just lost the email. Uh, it was like Northeast Bank or something. I don't know. I may talk to them. I may not. Never heard of them. Uh, but one thing also. So one thing I've been working on is hedge positions with Forex. So one thing I've been working on is limit orders for my hedge positions. So with options, I can put in my hedge at the same damn time uh, that I put in, you know, everything. So I can say I want to get a long call at, um, let's just say 60 and a short call at 65 or would I do that? Or a, a, a long put at 55. If I got the long call at 60, maybe I'll put the short put in. I mean, not short put. The long put in at like 55 or something. Essentially giving me that, I guess, like $500 loss if everything goes crazy. With 4X, you can't really do that. If you put your hedge positions at the same time, then it's going to go up just as much as it goes down. So what I'm thinking about is either letting one ride and then locking in the gains. Like if it goes up 20 pips. Put the hedge position in, lock in those 20 pips. So no matter what, I'm up 20 pips. And now on the other end, putting in limit orders. So put in my position, let's just say at a dollar, you know what I'm saying? And then putting in my hedge at like a dollar fifty, like my short position. So if it gets up to like a dollar fifty, I don't know if that's I don't know how to say it. Let's just say it's 50 pips. And I say, okay, once it gets up there, it's probably gonna kind of have a retraction. So go ahead and let the long position uh sell out. And then let um, uh, let the short position take over. It may not work. Who knows? But these are just a couple things I'm working at because in the game, you want to um, get the people what they want. And, and what the people want to do, they want the game to keep going on unless it's a complete blowout. But if it's a good game or if it's a good fight, they just want it to keep going. And at a certain point, you just want to keep going. Okay? So I can't stand the games where they wrap it up so early. It's like, come on. Come on, you could have fought just a little bit harder. And even if you didn't want to, do it for the entertainment. Do it for the people. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, but if it's over, it's over. You don't want to risk too much. That's when you got to just know it's over. Um, but yeah, that's just a couple of things I'm working on. Just learning how to survive. Listen, I went from a $17 loss down to like an $8 loss. And if I was paying attention around 2 p.m. yesterday, I possibly could have shut that 8 uh, dollar loss down, but I wasn't, I was chilling. Um, so yeah, that was a learning lesson, but yeah, I'm just trying to figure this all out because when, once I start getting thousands of dollars and you take a thousand dollars and now they're giving me $50,000, which is 2% of what, like $2 million or some shit. I don't even know. I got to be very, very careful. They're, that's only going to give me who knows 200, 400 pips to make any mistakes. I got to be very careful. You know, you, you, I mean, I'm going to be winning and losing by the thousands, two, three thousand of dollars. And I need to make sure that I can stay in the game. So if I lose two thousand dollars, I want to make sure I have a hedge in that, you know, makes me a thousand dollars, close both positions out or fluctuate them or, you know, be dynamic with it. And maybe I take a five hundred dollar loss. 
Or maybe somehow it ends up turning into a $75 or $750 game. And that's all it is. It's just, you know, feel like you're doing the, I don't know, the salsa or the, or the Zumba or something. You just got to keep, keep those hips moving. Keep the hips moving. Keep moving, moving, moving. Go, go, go. And it's just madness. You're just like, oh, 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 I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down. Ride this wave, ride this wave, ride this wave. Get off the beach, get off the beach, ride this wave. And it's chaos, it's madness. But if you understand what's going on, you keep your head straight on, you keep your head on a swivel, you know what I'm saying? Keep moving those hips. You got to keep, got to move those hips, okay? You're going to be good. We're, we're going to be good. We're No, scratch that. We're going to be great. All right, God bless everybody. Make sure you get your breakfast, say your prayers. I'm going to take a couple hours break. Maybe, uh, shit, I'm probably going to take a 30-minute break. Market's going to open up in about 24 minutes. Eat some breakfast. Try to close my eyes for about 20 minutes. Get up and get ready for the ding, 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 ding. Let's get it. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody. Stop by, kick it with your mans. I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf. Blah! I am thrilled to introduce you to an exciting new storybook journey that I believe will capture your imagination. Allow me to present Langston Mangston's Coolamate Stand Adventure, a compelling short story that promises to transport you to a world of interest, excitement, and learning. The title of the book is Langston Mangston's Coolamate Stand Adventure by Chandler Hayes. In a world of colorful imagination and captivating stories, a new children's book has emerged to empower our young minds with crucial life lessons, life skills, and financial literacy. Langston Mangston's Coolamate Stand Adventure is a cheering short story written by a talented black author who understands the importance of equipping our youth in the early stages of life with the tools they need to navigate the realm of money, savings, and smart choices. Meet Langston Mangston and his imaginary best friend, Zonky, a pink elephant, two curious souls who embark on an adventure around the vibrant landscape of Wichita, Kansas, where Langston Mangston sets out to accomplish multiple goals and is met with obstacles that he must overcome. Langston Mangston and Zonky discover valuable lessons of talking about finances in the home in order to gain knowledge. Langston Mangston, with a little bit of confidence, the guidance of supportive parents, the help of community members like Mr. Tiller, and his imaginary best friend Zonky, Langston Mangston learns about the value of money and how to save, the importance of making thoughtful spending decisions, the significance of thinking outside the box when met with challenges, with money, and the joys of sharing with others. Through relatable experiences and emerging and, and engaging storytelling, Young readers are introduced to the fundamental concepts of money, such as earning, saving, and spending responsibly. Langston Mangston set savings goals, teaching children the importance of planning for future needs and dreams. The book celebrates diversity and the different perspectives on money, shedding light on its role in different people's lives. The characters' interactions emphasize the joys of serving others, the gift of sharing, and making a positive impact in their community. The pages of Langston Mangston's Coolamate Stand Adventure come to life with vibrant illustrations. The colorful and imaginative visuals not only captivate young readers, but also enhance their understanding of complex financial concepts. Langston Mangston's Coolamate Stand Adventure is coming soon to bookstairs and online realtors 
It is a must-have addition to any child's library, fostering essential life skills while sparking the joy of reading. Empower the young minds in your life with the gift of financial literacy and imagination. Join Langston Mangson, Zonky, family, and friends on their extraordinary journey of running a drink stand to set them on the path of a brighter future. Your opinion means a great deal to me. I would be honored if you would consider exploring Langston Mangson's Coolamade Stand Adventure and sharing your thoughts. Your feedback could play an invaluable role in shaping the future of this project. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to discuss the book further, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Your support in spreading the word about Langston Mangston's Coolamade Stand Adventure would mean the world to me, and I deeply appreciate your consideration. I am a passionate advocate for financial literacy. Me, um, Chandler Hayes, um, and and am excited to join the community of storytellers with a background in finances. I am driven to inspire children to embark on their own adventures of learning and discovery through the power of literature. Langston Mangston's Coolamade Stand Adventure is a heartfelt endeavor to promote financial literacy in a fun and accessible way. As a black author, I'm committed to providing children of all backgrounds with the tools for success, and I am proud to contribute to a more financially informed generation. Thank you for taking the time to explore this advertisement, and I look forward to the possibility of sharing this extraordinary literature adventure with you. Please feel free to contact me. Uh, You can reach me at the email c 287 gph at gmail.com all right thank you warmest regards have a great day god bless